All right, so what? Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Spin Alright. We're the champions. I'm here with my boys, PD and Cal. Say what's up, PD. Say what's up, Cal. Yo, ready to rock. Hey, we're talking about the hottest show out there right now on Disney Plus. There's only one, two words right now. I give you two words: Boba and Fett. It's not. That's not the name of the show. What's the name? Four of the show? words. Book of Boba Fett. Four words. Book of Boba Fett. All right, yeah. So four words. I'm not oh, Boba. Hey, it's Boba. Boba Fett. What did I just say? Boba Fett. You said you Bobo. Said Bobo. You said Bobo. You've been speaking too much Spanish off camera. Oh man, that was hard. I didn't touch that. So hey guys, this show is off the chain, off the hook, off the hizzy, and we're going to be talking about episode one and two. One basically sets the stage for um, Boba Fett. How we know what happened in the end of um, Mandalorian, whereby he comes in and knocks off. Big Fortuna, who was the, the number one guy, the Twi'lek, who was taken over for Boba Fett. Now, he's the crime lord, right? He starts off. We see him with his girl. What's her name again? Fennec Shan, I believe it is. Um, and he's running the show now. He's now taking over from Boba Fett. They're calling him the Daimyo. He is now in charge, and now he's going to be walking through. Now, No, he, but he's not the Daimyo. The dime on the show is my girl. Migna Wen. <laughs> no, not even her. Oh my goodness. He needs He's a talking about Jessica Biel. He's talking about yes, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, going back to what I was saying. So, <laughs> so the show seems to be a lot of flashbacks between one where we have where we have him what happened to him after he got caught in the Sarlacc pit and two, you know, how's he moving forward in terms of the uh, in in terms of him and the uh, uh, being the new Daniel. That's what they what they're calling him. So we'll, fo we'll focus on the Daniel part, and then we'll go back to the um, portion dealing with what happened after the Salon pit. So Daniel- Sorry for the Daniel, but it's too clear. It's not close to Dime at all. Sorry, y'all. I went too far on that one. It's not even close to Dime. It's not, sorry. Okay, so we can continue <laughs> on with, you know, We have the fact that um, he's taking over, like I said, and he's having all these other crime lords in Tatooine. That's the planet that they're on right now. The planet from Luke Skywalker, the planet from Boba Fett. This is where he runs his criminal empire because it's close to space lane. So he's there and they're all coming to him or theoretically, they should all be coming to him to giving him um, OVSs. And what happens? We have like this great episode where a representative of the mayor comes by. Remember that, Petey? What did you think about that, that, that spot? When the representative of the mayor came by and the mayor, he's waiting for people to give him you know, um, show him homage. You know, some are giving him money. Some of them are giving wiki, wiki um, what do you call those, wiki pelts, which mm -hmm. are valuable. I mean, which is crazy. Wookies were being hunted for pelts. They were enslaved, but that's a whole nother story. But coming back to it, um, what did you think about that? You talking about in the first episode? Talking about the first episode, my friend. Oh man, I was thinking more. What I like the more about the, you, can you go into? Because I like more of the stuff with the sand people. Because I, I like, I like. So you want to get to the ice? So we, so let's just. No, no, get to the point of what you were saying though. Because I, I, I think they had a very interesting thing where you have he's thinking he's now in charge now that he's knocked off Bill Fortina, but the mayor comes off and basically his guy, his major domo comes and says basically we're expecting you to pay us, <laughs> us nosotros. We're expecting you to pay us. Um, <laughs> uh, for, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> pay us for, for um, protection. And he's like, yo, what the heck? And, you know, Boba Fett is like, nah, that's not rocking. So, you know, he goes down to the city. Uh, I think it's Mos Espa. That's the name of the town. You know, 
and he's trying to impose his rule. That's where we see um, our girl from um, Jessica, uh, Jennifer yeah. Beals. From I keep calling her Jessica, you know, because you said dying. <laughs> so, what you're saying? You're trying to push aside Jennifer for Jessica? So, that ain't happening. So, so continuing, you know, Felixian is telling him like, "Yo, dude, you gotta act like you are a, 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 a daimyo. You need to be." Uh, on the litter where people are carrying you so people see who the Lord is, who's the man, who's running the show, what's going on. But he's like, nah, I'm going to walk. You know, I'm going to be like a regular guy on my own two feet. Now, this is different from what we've always saw with Boba Fett. Boba Fett was the guy who was quiet, didn't really say anything, but he was a deadly assassin. In the books, he's like, you know, no one can beat him. He comes up with all different stuff. That's why he was number one assassin. That's why the Empire and Jawa, you know, ended up hiring this guy. Of course, these are legend books, please, people, so don't go looking for them in the current thing. But still, the, the reputation perceived. <clears throat> and this is where we go back to um, Filoni as well as uh, our friend, um, what's the name of the guy again? From, um, from um, the, the director of Iron Man, Happy. You know, he, he created the whole Mandalorian world, and now they're going oh, to. John, John Favreau. John Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. Favreau. He goes back and he's delving back into these old stuff, stuff that made us really like to read the stories and made us want to watch the show. This is the stuff we want to see. The movies, I don't want to say, but that's what some people were saying. I don't knock it. I was happy. Some people. But continuing forward, you know, it's just great that the greediness of the world is well developed. The fact the characters, the motivations behind them, it helps us to see like, wow, there's a lot going on here than we expected. You know, he's not simply walking into the, into, into Boba, into, um, into, uh, into uh, um, Jabba the Hutt's kingdom and taking it all over. People, of course, are gonna push back. These are criminals, we expect. They're gonna say, yo, we're gonna take the Lord, you know? And it's also a different aspect where Mandalorian, we have a guy who, who has a code. He isn't, he, he, he's brought up by Mandalorians. And, and so, you know, he never takes, this group of Mandalorians, he never takes off his helmet. But here we see, you know, Boba Fett, who technically is not a Mandalorian, though he comes from Mandalorian seed, takes off his helmet, he shows who he is, and he wants to run the show, all right? I think there's a greater thing happening here. So let's move on to the, 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 the origins. How the hell did he get out of the damn Sarlacc pit? Okay? And here, Peter. He showed you, right? We saw, what was your thought on that? Uh, him getting out of the Sarlacc pit, surviving that? Oh, you know, I mean, I'm not going to touch on the fight, but how, what was your take on that? I was okay, because the thing is like this. When back before, right when um, George Lucas was doing the other movies, he was like laughing at the comic book people. It's like, these comic book guys, like I killed Boba Fett, and then they just brought him back. Like they just brought the character back. How like he can't come back? He's dead. So we're doing a little. That's why he's same thing. Attack of the Clones. So we're doing a little something where he showed his contempt, cutting off J Jango Fett's head. Like he showed his contempt for it. Like I don't know why. This the character's there to just be a cool guy in the background, and the comic book guys couldn't let it die, so they brought my character back. So that he wanted dead. So he had that Boma, the, the, the head rolling to, the, to, to Boba and that sort of thing. And it's like, why would you do this? Why would you, like, you want to see some cool stuff with him, but got rid of him again. So I was all for it. I mean, there's comic books, this, that, and the other. He's a, he's, a, he's a character that people like. Why wouldn't you utilize him? Like, I always thought they should have done the show with him first, but they, they showed that the Mandalorian had legs and did some cool stuff with it. So, and this is going to be different. Obviously, they're doing the story where he's, you know, he's weathered. He's someone who's different than the person we met originally. Been through everything on, you know, in, you can imagine. So he's not that same guy that just was had that great voice 
he's a person who's going to take off the helmet and stuff like that. So he's not going to be caught up into any sort of thing from the past. He's been through too much. And that's, even though the actor is the actor, you can see the same thing in the Attack of the Clones. Like he wasn't a character, Jango wasn't a character that was going to be like the helmet on all the time either. Like the whole Mandalorian sort of thing didn't play out in Attack of the Clones. So, you know, like this the thing with uh, Boba is like, he kind of went through all this stuff and lost his armor. So he's kind of, like trying to find his way so i didn't have to me say all that to say i had no problem with it he's a he's a popular character bring him back do whatever you do how to do to bring him back yeah but you also see that the sarlacc when it was eating him the poison was getting to him kind of messing up you see how 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 he looked all kind of weird yeah, like, like all and, yep. um, you know the very fact that he killed the uh Sarlacc was like enough respect but then the sand people i mean there's one thing that we're seeing right now is that you have the uh the the, the tuscan raiders those guys it's pretty interesting that this whole story is also showing you his um, development for them. They capture him and they take him to their camp, to their base camp, and basically, you know, they're using him like a like I guess they're gonna have him work for them and stuff like that. Um, they've enslaved him, and is but you know we still are talking about Boba Fett. He's barely being fed. He's at subsistence level, so he can't. He doesn't have his weapons, and yet he's still holding his own. So the very fact of his uh, is pretty is pretty wild. But also his age. Look at how old the dude looks. How long was he in that friggin' Sarlacc pit? <laughs> I'm trying to say. Well, we don't we don't know how old he was in comparison from Attack of the Clones to good point, good point, good point. Empire. You know, Empire Strikes Back. So it's not um not really that long from for for his character. He should be older than the character we saw in um. Well, he was a kid in the other one, so who knows? He, it could be, you could be you could you could could be something to what you're saying. Sorry, I you know what? I think he was younger. The kid in that one. I'm not sure how old. The, what is it? So he'd be just a little, he'd be older than a good, maybe 10 years older than um, Luke Skywalker or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, but I maybe think because more than that. He's a clone. I think that's why he looks so old. Mm. Right? I don't know. I, I thought, wouldn't it be the other way around? He's a clone. So that's why he can be so long lived. So he can get no, away with the clones. Thing? The clones were designed to have short lifespans because they put on. So and that's in the books. That's in the books, man. You can't, no, you can't go by those books. No, look at the animation. If you saw the clone, the, 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 the clone, the, the, the series we saw before on Disney Plus, the clones, they talk about how fast they age. They age fast. Yeah, that was that first generation. Yeah, all of right? the <laughs> and Boba and Boba Fett's and Boba Fett's clone and what is it? And Boba Fett isn't it? Wasn't he? He's not the same exact type of clone as the rest of them, mm -hmm. if I remember correctly yeah. from the film. Yeah. But I mean, but I think that would help to explain they want to go into it. But that's good there. Um, we also see the connection that he starts having with the the the, the Sand People, the the Tuscan Raiders once again. I mean, because we set the Tuscan Raiders originally in the first series, um, where they are fighting. Um, people these are just pesky and stuff like that, you know, attacking people seem like no reason. And then we have in the in the in the prequel series, we have them being killed off by Anakin when he, he blamed them for killing his mother. And now you have a different take where it's like someone's coming into their culture trying to, you know, not not willingly, but he starts to understand them, their motivations, and they start to respect and kind of work with each other. Um, of course, I don't want to bring in book and, and, and another canon where they talk about. They did bring other outsiders into them. But it's very interesting that the, this is happening here. Uh, I think it's a great way to, also, to, to keep within universe, but also explore other parts of the universe. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, this is a, these are characters that have been there forever, you know, that people see in the background all the time, but they don't know. So I think that's an excellent, excellent job. But once again, Filoni and Favreau have done um, bringing this stuff. And I think Robert Rodriguez, I think, is the showrunner for this series, you know? 
if you like Desperado, that's it. Spy Kids, I think he was Spy Kids too. So everything. But um, yeah, I think. Well, what do you think about before we get to the next one? What do you think about the end fight, the big fight, and uh, with the guys with the shields and all that? It looked like they were. Of course, it's like I mean, I know this actor wants his face to be seen. Every chance they get, the helmet falls off. So, <laughs> what do you think of that fight in the end of, of um, the first episode? No, I think it's. Um, I think it was pretty great. I think it was pretty well choreographed. I think the very fact that the shields are. I was thinking there's going to be a whole another crime group that we will end up finding out as a different group and stuff like that. But the very fact that you know it does show that he's not unstoppable. You know, and uh, but I, I do love uh, the fact that you know Benick is on her own. You know, you see, of course, when she puts on her helmet. Oh, that's time to put on the uh, the, the stunt guy and <laughs> to go do his thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seeing her. No <laughs> reason to put on a stunt. The 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 to put on the stunt. But you also see the Gamorian guards. You know the big green tusk-like creatures. They come to his aid. Remember, um, they work for Jabba. Jabba died. They work for Bill Fortino. Bill Fortino died, and they were like the two most loyalist um, guards of all the Gamorians who survived. And yet, you know. Um, they were like, yo, we should kill him. I think Fennec said we should kill him or somebody should say we should kill him. And he's like, yo, will you guys be loyal to me now that I'm the daimyo? And they did. And when he was getting his butt kicked by those guys, he was able to, those guys did help him out, you know? Mm-hmm. So they, they don't seem to use um, blaster. I don't think they use blasters. They tend to use the physical weapons, the Gamorians. But again, they look excellent. You know, I mean, I look at them and their big round bellies and, and the, 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 the views you see. You see the, the I always kind of iffy on them. It was a little too um well Jim Henson for me was like that, but I always thought that start like when he they melded the two, the Jim Henson with the the Star Wars stuff, it was kinda iffy for me. But they 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 the thing is they they keep touching on a lot of um, Star Wars stuff that we've seen before. So it's always like the like continuity in comic books, like being able to see stuff. That we saw in the past and that they, they play out in this series. Yeah, I mean, you have to look. They, they, but they are doing a great job, at least with the costumes and how they look. Mm-hmm. The Twilight's look fantastic. The Transdosians, those are guys who look like Slee Slacks. Slee Slacks, I think we call it. Remember Slee Slacks? Slee Stacks. Slee Stacks, you know, remember those guys? The Transdosians look like, you know, they look far better than what they did before, but to me, they still look like Slee Slacks. Slee Slacks. Sorry about that. Stack, stack. Stack, stack. Okay. Um, but the fight was off the chain. I love the fact that he worked up. Uh, and, uh, and, but we all, like I said, we also see that he's still uh, the effects either of, of aging or the effects of what happened in the Sarlacc pit. It's still, he has to still go into the back of the tank to get rejuvenated. And that's going to be how he, we see the flashbacks of what happened to him with the, um, with the um, Tuscan Raiders or the Tuscan people, I don't know if they call them Raiders. Are you are you saying that this tank is like Seven of Nines chamber when she gets, but she she wouldn't have dreams though. <laughs> no, no, it's a total different thing. This is like, um, I mean, Star Trek, Star Wars uh, mythology is like is a very important tank that that if you get a variety of different minerals and and, and chemicals. Okay. To here we go better it, it it fixes your body and stuff like that we saw luke skywalker in it when he got hurt in the in the first episode we see i mean that's what it's just standard stuff if we had this now that'd be fantastic but, you know, what can you do you so, what was it was the gag in um uh the Chappelle show they had negro damas we have mars is our star star wars dominant <laughs> anything questioned yeah. he's unflappable he'll have an answer to it book or movie 
Mm, I don't know. A little borderline. Okay. So, hey, so episode two, continuing here. What was your take on episode two? Do you want to give a break breakdown or do you want to go, do you want to start with the... Uh, the, the well, did you want to talk about the, the big end of it? The end, like we had the big fight, but then we have the whole thing of how he gets to not be the, you know, be the, the guy who's being punished by these sand creatures. He goes out with the littlest one or with a couple of them, right? No, he ends oh, at the end. He, he like, they get this weird creature that's almost out of like the old like uh like those hercules movies where it's like got this monster that um they're fighting and of course we have boba fett has to be the one to win it but when they go back the spoils go to the same creature the smallest same creature and they're just like yeah buddy you did it <laughs> I, felt oh, I, I, think he was saying, I think he was saying that he that, that, that what's the name boba fett did it and i think no he didn't they were cheering him no, they were happy he was there, but like, he did explain it. He did explain it, and they, they looked at Boba Fett. The leadership looked at Boba Fett. He survived. He said, "Look what we got." And I think, but <laughs> well, that to me was the only part of the episode I was not crazy about because I was like, "Why is this the claymation stuff we used to watch with Sinbad?" And yeah, stuff? who didn't like that? I love that stuff. When I was watching Sinbad, <laughs> I liked it. I'm saying like didn't it like it. When I was watching Sinbad, sure, but I'm like, "Yo, why you got a creature looking this like yeah, this you know." I think they could have done better, but you know, this is like stylistic issues sometimes where you have um, a, the great example is what happened with Cowboy Bebop. They wanted to be a particular style that they wanted in that show in, and you know, it didn't go over well with the whole audience as well as it possibly could be. But then again, you know, space westerns um, always difficult. You know, taking a look at um, Star Wars did have the claymation type when they played that chess game, so don't hate. Don't hate. Star Wars is the ultimate space western, but no one else has been able to 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 to, to be quite as successful as, as they have doing that. I'm talking about the claymation when they're playing the chess game. At all, so. <laughs> <laughs> you just slide step. All right, so we're getting into the other one. Good lord, um, they need to be more of a Jennifer Beals character in this thing. She's in the show that's not going to go anywhere for any while, but she shows up and she shines right. Um, what else is going on? I, I know more of the, can you give the overview? Because I, I remember more of the sand creature. I, I retain more of the sand creature stuff than the regular stuff. Hello? Okay, yeah, so. Because I know there's a big showdown with the, what is it? They're basically, there's still trouble in paradise in him controlling Jabba, Jabba the Hutt's thing. And then, of course, we have the thing about what John Favreau is, we get to see two more huts. They yeah, just Huh? Jabba's cousins come by. <laughs> and who do they got with them? They got a dark Wookiee with them, coming through looking cool as hell. That is crazy. I think he was a, um, I can't even pronounce the guy's name, so I'm not even going to try it. But he. Black Crescenton. Crescenton. There we go. Bang. I can't even pronounce Crescenton. But yeah, I mean, you can put a, you can put a role on the arc, Crescent, like you want to, but Crescent, Crescent, yeah, it's like a bad Crescent, do yeah. say it like that, you get close. So you know, we're <laughs> foreshadowing that with this dude, him and Boba is gonna go for it at one point. So you know, um, Jabba. So he's getting, he's getting. So before we even get to that, he's coming back, and once again, he sees that the mayor is still not. He's like, yo. When they grab the, the guy who tried to beat him up, the, the, the guy to try to attack Job, I mean Bubba, Bubba Fett, they bring him back. Pennant grabs one of them and brings one of them back to him. And he says it's the mayor that hired him and stuff like that. 
they go to the mayor and the mayor is like, who again also is voiced by Robert Rodriguez, uh, the director or the uh, showrunner. He basically says, yo, you know, he's playing it cool. He's like, you know, he has a translator on the side of his mouth and he's like, he's like a hammerhead type of looking creature. I don't know. I forgot what the name of those guys are. And he's basically saying like- That was the other cool. That was a very cool having that character. The, 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 the looks of the creatures, they've done a fantastic job. Um, other than that one sand battle that they had. Oh the first my time. gosh. The one character's just standing around. This like I get it. We want yeah. I know for for your Star Wars, you need to be the most impeccable graphics that you possibly can have. Not at all. Not at all. Yes, yeah. that's what you just said. I don't want to see that crappy claymation, whatever. I I, I, <laughs> I don't want to see what's the name um what is that oh man I wish I <laughs> Davy and Goliath. I don't want my dad to see my Star Wars having Davy and Goliath's type of claymation in it. I wonder who did. The, I wonder who did the animation on there. I think it was a uh, what's the name of that guy? The classic guy who did all the stuff like Jason and the Argonauts. All that. Uh, uh, was it Ray Harryhausen? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the mayor, mayor is mock shy. So when he realizes, yeah. hey, I, I got to go talk to this guy. So he goes to city hall with the prisoner in tow and basically says, yo, bro, you know, I'm trying to say I'm the daimyo, you know, I'm the guy in charge. And um, the mayor's cool. And one thing I like about how that whole scene worked out because they're in the, in the mayor's office and stuff like that. He barges in and stuff. It was before that, they were like, yo, um, do you, they asked him, do you have an appointment? He's like, oh, like an appointment. What's your name, Boba? I don't see Boba Fett. Yeah, it's going a little far with that. Everybody knows who 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 the new bad boy is, and so he just busts in there. And of course, he, the mayor has his his guys around there, and you know Fennec is there, and him he's ready to fight it out. But the mayor's like, "Hey, so you brought you know this guy told you the one who who's out?" And he's like, "Well, I think there's it's a much more complicated situation than you've seen." You know, the mayor's not exactly telling him, but but he says, "You know, since you brought in this 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 um bounty, since you brought in these guys who are, it's illegal for them to be here." Outside of uh, uh, of Hut Space, Java Hut Space, well not Java Hut Space, I'm gonna pay you a bounty. So that's how he pays. He gets around paying Java. I mean paying um, the what's the name the the his homage. You know, I'm gonna give you your money. I'm just not gonna call it that. And mm -hmm. so because what's really happening is that the twins, Java's cousins, are coming to take over. And I think that's where he tries to guide him. He goes and says, Hey, go back to um, um, Jennifer Beale's um, character. What does she call? I think Garza Flip. Garza mm -hmm. Flip. She's a Twilight, and she's like, "Oh, you guys are back again." It's like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Oh, uh, I didn't you guys know?" And they go outside, and that's when they see the twins, Jabba's cousins, who basically are coming in. Now, here's something interesting. From what I recall, I don't think you can kill a Jawa. I mean, I don't think you can kill a hut without getting um, like some type of permission or the huts, you know, okaying it because. Though, even though they're a, a fractious clan and they always fight one another, they don't take kindly to other people killing their own. You know what I'm trying to say? So, well, like Princess Leia killing the hut. She she ended up running the government. The whole you know the rebels won the election. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> you always got an answer. I told you, Star Wars Thomas, he got it. <laughs> but when you but when you just become the new crime lord, yeah, you, you, your head can still be on that noose. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's on a chopping block. So is this is this a is this is this from the films, or is this from the expanded universe of the books? What you're talking about? They don't really talk about it in the film, but they do touch it in other another in other media. So um, 
what I'm going to say though is that you know the twins go out there they're basically a pissing contest where he's like yo uh, we take it over because we have this you know whatever contract or will of jobs or whatever and he's like I don't care I'm in charge now I'm running the show you know and you know the twins they know the deal they walk back they walk it back and I thought that was so cool the way they they made the twins look you know those gigantic huts you saw them you know they had the the tails going back and they're not as big as Jabba Jabba is huge and you know you see those guys holding up the litter and they're straining like oh my gosh yeah. off the ground you're like but I, I thought they were going to make it um like a, like a hovercraft or something like that because I kind of remember Jabba being on something like that but no they made them like people straining to all these guys up and that's just to me nuts which I thought was an added flavor I said yeah that's cool man that's 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 cool they remember that but I mean that that really was the the, the conclusion to that where they basically he now we now we're getting to see before we thought the big bads were gonna be um, those people fighting the mayor was gonna be because the mayor wasn't showing him proper homage at the beginning and some of the other crime lords and we do see a feature in the, in the trailer that he's talking to a bunch of crime lords and um, around there but the very fact that now we see huts being involved this is gonna be a bigger to do they're coming from from um, from their planet I think it was it Nala hut Nala hut. To, to come there, I think it's going to be a bigger, bigger deal. Um, now, so let's go into the whole uh, issue with the, the the Tuscan Raiders. So once again, he is back. Well, you hear what you just said, Raiders, right? I keep calling them Raiders the Tuscans. I know it's just I'm stuck to the original. That's what they called them before. But that's a good point to bring up. They similar like that. Should this story have just been a great train robbery instead of? the train that goes by and terrorizes our town. So we'll come take out the train, then steal everything from the train. It's a train robbery. They no, should have just been stealing the train stuff off the train. From the different perspectives. So the people in the train are just going through their land and just interrupting what are there. And so the, the, the Tuscans are saying, hey, you can't just come through our land like that, you know? And so you have this issue where the same thing, you know, settlers are going through the West the, the analogy is settlers are going through the West, going through uh, Native American land. They're like, you running through my land with that train, I'm going to steal everything off of that train, right? Well, it, it, in the end, it's not stealing because they're saying basically you're paying homage. So for you to take your trains through here, you got to pay. And in paying this, you're going to pay in water and stuff. So from now on, you're going to make it a deal. So we're getting like this whole, you know, and, and it was an analogy that's been bandied about by other places, but it was very obvious when you saw it, like a whole... Um, Lawrence of Arabia, where he raises the, the Tuscan Raiders, and um, they, they beat, he beats up this biker gang, takes over their bikes, and he brings it back to them to say, hey, let's use this to stop this train, because the train goes through, and they're shooting at the, the Tuscans, killing the Tuscans, but there's tons of them. So he's like, what if I get a couple of these biker, these, this biker gang that we see in the very first episode, who rob a moisture farmer. He goes, kicks their butts, like five of them, and takes over their bikes, and he brings it to the Tuscan Raiders. Now, Tuscan oh, I'm gonna pause you right there. This is the real. You ever watch one of those things where someone comes and beats someone up at the bar, and you see the bartender pull out the gun? Usually in those fights, the bartender pulls out. This one, the bartender is just kind of like doing this thing. The reason why the bartender pulls out the gun is that these guys that are getting beat up are his patrons, so they have to sign up for. We have to sign up and do something. This one, they're trying to be like, oh, these guys are nice guys. So we... Um, no, you know. I think the opposite. It's like I see this all happen so often. So 
it happened so often. So I say, so so he was like, ah, this is another thing. They're coming in here bothering people, wrecking up the place. I'm not going to put my life in line. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that this aspects of them trying to do um, stuff to be nice, which I don't know that they need to. They could do a great train robbery and just be like, hey, they just got this train running through there. And I don't know. This, I like my saying creatures as bad guys. And then we're trying to make them saying creatures into like um, seeing the other side to them. But at the same time, I like them because they don't, if you don't, I like having the aliens where you don't understand what they're saying and you see you have the pantomime to understand what's going on. That I think is cool, like the language barrier. So you're kind of in there with the people, but you can look from where they react and understand it. So. They made them a little too nice, but at the same time, it's still fun. That's why I say when you have a biker thing, yes, they can be terrible, but they're your patrons. That's why you always see the bartender go out from <laughs> like that because those are his people. So they had like what happens when they get beat up and then they come back like you let them steal my bike too. You did that and they're like we're like we're not coming here no more. They're like wait. <laughs> done anything. These are the, these are the bullies. The bullies are the ones making the issue, right? So, but they're the bully. patrons. Yeah, still that's why bully. the person pulls out a gun and says, "Not in my bar." Not in my bar. Stop it. So we continue. He just came in. And he, he didn't know anything was going on. Bad. He just came and in, in like I'm just stealing these guys. He digress. They he set digress. it up so you can see them beating up somebody. So then there's a good reason for them to take their bikes. That's so that. The punishment fit the crime. No. Yes. So, digress. so what happens is, is that he teaches them how, when he brings the bikes back to the, to the, to the Tuscans, they start ripping it apart. He's like, nah, 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 you got to use it. And this is a great analogy because you have, when the Spaniards first came to the New World, they started leaving like pigs and, and, um, and horses around so that they can, when they came back, they can use these animals, you know, for sustenance or for travel. And the Native Americans basically say, yo, let me try this. And they started becoming excellent horsemen because they weren't horses native to the americas and so when they brought these horses so you have the same thing where you're teaching someone else hey we're going to use these these bikes these uh, motorbikes so i wouldn't be surprised if we see in later issues because these basically in traditional level technology uh of mobility to this to, to the group that they can do you know because they use those giant like i don't know what they're called they're the the elephant like hairy elephant like things on um on tattooing mm -hmm. creatures those things can't hide they were getting hit it's like, now, you get them enough bikes, they're going to be running the show like, no. They have someone, they have, they got to keep stealing. They don't know how to make no bikes. You can fix a bike as time goes. <laughs> so if you, learn, you get a bike, you're going to learn, you're gonna, yo, this is good for the point of transportation. I'm going to have to learn how to do this. So, and then you have the Jawas. Jawas come on with all kinds of tinkering stuff. So you can buy from them. Going on, though, is that what's interesting about the train, there's a great train uh, fight because they're trying to stop the train. Great train, you you had a fumble right there. It's supposed to be a great train robbery, and it turned into the great train, um, you know, stop the train from killing us. <laughs> There's no movie title for this. So Why would the train come into my neighborhood, causing all this noise and shooting and stealing, this, that, and the other? They should just be robbing the train and say, hey, this is our land. That's all that mattered. We, so come, we tax you. Yeah, exactly. So you have Lawrence already, you have that scene where the guys are all hiding behind 
the, uh, the, the, the crest of the hill or the backside of the hill, and then they start attacking the, the Ottomans in the train, and then they lead the attack. I mean, of course, they don't have that huge sign, but you also have something like that in Dune. And there's a, a lot of analogies with Dune here, which I don't necessarily think is correct, but everybody always says that since Dune came out as a book way before Star Wars, that they're yeah, yeah. And of course, it influences. But, but I, that, think I, I just because the property just came out recently, they keep talking about it. Like, and it's really apples and oranges, if you ask me. Does Dune have a Western, like a Great Train Robbery in it? Does it have a Great Train Robbery? No, I mean, but they have, yeah, they do, they they do hijack stuff. Yeah, yeah, like a Great Train Robbery, they do have it. So then it's Dune awesome. is, they all draw, you know, well, I don't know. I guess, you know, ultimately, it's weird, because um, some of well, that- they, they, production. they shut down production of the spice. And so here you're basically, it's funny, they do have a spice in this too. Where they um that they use that the the people who are there and that's another thing too another character group of people called the Pikes and that's a whole criminal syndicate they look like the fish the fish looking guys they're called the Pikes and they also have a criminal syndicate uh, that they use um, and that's what they're doing they're selling they're, they're moving drugs across um, Tatooine so he's like yo if you're gonna be here you're gonna have to pay for all this stuff you know if you want to use their sand so mm -hmm. I'm having you know what. Um, there's two things going back to one. I'm having an issue with the lizard people there. Translations. It, it reminds me too much of like the was it the Gorn, the Gorn from Star Star Trek, or that doesn't look like V, but I guess the Gorn would be the best description of it. Remember when um Captain Kirk was fighting the Gorn, and it was real slow with the throwing the rocks and all that stuff. It's a little too close for me. What was the other thing? Oh, the other thing is. When you get high off a of get-go in this episode, you saw that he sniffed the get-go and he went on a he went on a guide, you know, like where they say a trip, you know, like the ultimate trip. I wasn't talking about that. And he got the tree. He got oh, <laughs> did you bring back the tree? Those are references, and the tree ref when he brought back the tree. I don't know where he found the tree in the desert, but he found the tree and he made that into his weapon, the, the traditional um, weapon of the um, of the of the of the um, Tuscan Raiders and stuff like that. So you sniff the get go, you go, go on this trip, and then you come back with your weapon. Yes, I guess that's. You see him making that from there, but he went on a trip that literally like pretty far. But ultimately, and after that's after he was able to stop the pikes in their train. And then started getting them getting paid. And they stole, they stole like everything yeah. off the train. They took well, they, everything. They, that is the tribute that they're getting. The pikes are selling illegal drugs. They're not paying. So if you if they stop any illegal guys, to, and those guys have to pay their way. So I mean, it's interesting because what I'm starting to think we're seeing that um, his view on the world has changed. It's a bounty hunter. He's doing he's doing contract jobs one for one, and now we see him as a daimyo of of. Um, of um, Tatooine, basically running that stuff, and but you see that we're seeing the backstory that he's using the 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 the, the, the sand people or the, the 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 Tuscans as you know he's taking over a lot of the desert the the the, the desert ways the, you know so he's more powerful than we see you know if he wants I'm I'm assuming as time goes on probably the Tuscans maybe again they want to give this Dune reference and I, I don't really want to do it but. They're saying, and they're saying, and I, I can see the reference that they're looking more like the Freeman in Dune. I don't necessarily believe it. I, I would hope that their stuff is a little bit different, but he's using mm -hmm. the, I think he's going to end up using these either as the people to help him, you know, take over or control stuff. 
So lastly, what I've gone on about in with too long course is the ageless flash flash dance dancer <laughs> actress Jennifer Beale. Also called Madam Um Whip. That's what, what they're calling her. Madam Garza Whip. I think that should Twilight. be right. And her bosh is called the sanctuary where she allows people to come through. Um, we haven't seen any problems on either side, but I assume that's going to be a place where people can meet. Also could be the place where, you know, she may end up being the, it could be, she may be the, the love interest of him during the year. Look at these terrible, look at these tweets. <laughs> that's how I was. When I looked at the the thing, the 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 thumbnail for the next episode, I'm like, is that Jennifer B? Like, <laughs> the brothers are just like quick. They know her right away. I yes, they do know her. You know, she's a very small, small. She should get some more play on this thing. She's been good in all the stuff she's done. She just hasn't been a show that lasts for that long. I mean, but she's been in a lot of things, so you're right. So I, I don't think that, I mean, she's been employed. I'm taking a look at her, of her wiki page, and she has mad stuff on her. She's constantly working. You know, she's constantly working. So that's exactly what you mean. That's what she's been doing for years. So I don't think there's going to be a problem. Um, The thing of having something that's like, you know, that lasts, that's the hard part in any sort of, um, any sort of, in Hollywood. I think I was, I was talking with some friends who was kind of saying the, you know, why doesn't this person, and once you see it, like, it's, no matter how successful you are, it turns into, hey, we have vagrant number five. We want you in our movie. <laughs> well, I mean, you keep bringing up Jessica B, Jennifer Beals from Flashdance, so, I mean, you're, lock, you're locking her into a role she did what? Who cares? I'm not, I'm bringing it up so you're short here. 83. Oh, I can go to the L word. Did you watch that? You're going to say I can't talk about the L word. So. No, we, didn't, we didn't watch the L word. Huh? No, we did not watch the L word. I said the first season. My father, they bought the my father bought the DVD, hadn't seen the show. And we sat watched the whole thing in one sitting. One sitting. What power to him? Anyway, I guess that's it, right? Yes. Why do you get so bothered? The things that I like, I I'm like. Not, well, dude, I'm not bothered. I was saying maybe we can switch Ming and, <laughs> and she has a partner with the person who runs the club. Like, let's see more of that. Sorry, I'm going to apologize. I'm sorry, Ming. You're my girl. You're always my girl. Sorry about that. Yeah, so. Why do you do that? Why did you do that? I don't know what you're talking about. Who's Ming? Yeah. Ming the Merciless? Oh, God. Flash Gordon. Ming the Wind. Oh, Ming the Wind. Okay, got it. Golly. Don't know if you watch the show, if you watch anything with her in it, you are. It's always good. She's always great. Phoenix Sean is fantastic in the show. And the actress who plays her is great. You know, she's still, if you, if you watched, um, now you're trying to make up for not knowing who the character was acting like I'm Agent crazy. Shield, I, I'm act like I'm crazy. I, 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 we were talking about Bill. You kind of threw me off there. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't change. I said, switch the characters from Ming to the character to, to um, Jessica Beals. And I said, I was oh, still stuck on that, on that other word. It was simple. I thought you were talking about the other thing. 
you know, just make sure you cut all this madness out. I'm not cutting anything out. So listen, if you like what you see, give us a thumbs up, subscribe, comment, spinner rack. Out. I know out. Out. I said out. You said out. I did on purpose.